What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. Today's episode is podcast where we talk to our clients and they ask us questions. I'm joined by my very short business partner next door. What's up, Cole? <laughs> I love that you just got a camera in my face calling me short like a motherfucker. I'm excited to deliver value to our beautiful fucking clients. And I'm honestly super happy that Mike hit 3K last 14 days. So it makes me very amped up because you've been yeah. super consistent, bro. So sharing that win before we actually started the podcast made my entire day. Yeah, I do love it. So guys, before we get into it, challenges to champions. If you haven't heard about the virtual summit, this is your opportunity to get a virtual ticket. They're on sale for 75% off right now. And you also get an opportunity to help the Kelowna families that have been evacuated from their homes. So if you want to learn from me and Cole in a two-day virtual summit, I've personally put in over 40 hours to my speech. It is going to absolutely blow your mind. Go to challenges to champions.com and get a virtual ticket now while they're 75% off. Without further ado, Taylor Hinton, welcome to the podcast. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. Of course, brother. When to start? So my previous best month is 11.8K. I'm pacing right now for just over 16. Super pumped on that. So we'll oh. see how that goes. Right now, biggest thing that I think that I need the most help with the thing that's kind of like kind of bothering me the most, I guess, is that my content doesn't seem to be doing as well as it was before. Still booking lots of calls and like things are going really well as far as like the actual retention, signing clients, everything on that side of things, but just like views, likes, every comments, engagement, everything is just like way, way down. I've been doing what Cole has said in the past where I'm taking my best content in the last 30 days, kind of trying to recreate that stuff and using that in either reels and posts like photos or carousels. I'm just trying to do that part. So yeah, I don't know if there's anything if it's even worth looking at, but yeah. Here's my thought process. If you go look at Natasha's Charcheski's page, her photos get anywhere from like, and her reels get anywhere from like 15 to 50 likes, but her income is, we're talking in like the seven figures. Mm -hmm. So the likes on your content mean absolutely nothing, especially when you just told me you are on pace for your best month ever. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, just that. And then I'm also like kind of stuck right at 33, like 3,360 followers. I was at just about to break through to 3,400. Pause for a second. Yeah, you, we literally just talked about how you're about to hit your best month ever. And then you instantly just went back to your fucking followers and likes. So what the fuck do you care about more having followers or actually building a business that's bringing in money? Of course, I care more about the business. I just want to yeah. then at least sit for a second when we talk about hitting your best month ever and let that yeah. digest. Because like you they're just Brian said that and you're like, don't give a fuck. I'm stuck at 3000 followers. I don't know what the problem is. No, yeah, I, I understand. I'm, I'm very aware that like that part, as far as how it affects my business, it doesn't fucking matter. I get that. I guess maybe just me being in my own head and just always constantly being like, well, fuck, like there's this hole in the boat that I need to fill, you know, like, why is this thing going down? Even though income's going up, that's great. I'm super proud. But I'm like sitting here going like, fuck, man, like, why is this going down? on this side, despite everything else seems to be working out really well. Everybody write this down right now. What you focus on expands. Mm. I'm going to be vulnerable with you guys. I had a moment the other day with one of the businesses I'm running. And I was like, there was like thing after thing after thing after thing that fucking kept coming up. And I was like, what the fuck, man? And I was just like, I was just like overwhelmed with this like sense of dread. And I, I was like called Cole and I was bitching about this and this and this and this and all of these things that were going wrong. And then I was like, what can I control and what can I not control? And so what I did was I made a list of all the things that I can control. And I made a list of all the things that I couldn't control. And I stopped. I told Cole, I was like, if I ever fucking talk about the things that I can't control anymore, I want you to bitch slap me verbally. I'm like, if I ever bring it up to you again, like fucking tell me, I'm only going to focus on the things that I can't control. Now, yeah. how can we take that same idea and apply it to what you're going through right now? You, what are all the holes in your boat? Your followers aren't growing. Your likes are down. Your comments are down. All that. 
Well, on the flip side, you're going to leave this call. You're going to go in the yeah. 10K Mastermind. I believe that's where you are right now. And I want you to be like, I just want to pod chats. Brian bitch me out. And here is my post documenting all of the things that are going right in my business right now. Mm. And all of the things that are like, that I'm really pumped on in my business right now. And mm. I want you to actually spend time on that post. I don't want it to be some like quick hitting, like I, you did it just because it's a checklist. Because I can promise you, I know that you've spent a significant amount of time thinking about all the things going wrong. So I want you to spend at least 30 to 45 minutes thinking about all the things that you're doing right. And just hit the things that are going well. The things that are going well. That's yeah. literally it. Roger that. Bet. What you focus you. on expands, King. Yes, sir. One more thing. I just want to give you some value in terms of like the content piece. If you're finding that a lot of your content isn't hitting no matter what you do, everybody write this down. Get into experimentation mode. Mm-hmm. Experiment with different hooks. Experiment with different video styles. If you film mm-hmm. all your videos in the kitchen, then go to the fucking gym. If you film all your videos in the gym, then go to the fucking kitchen. If you film mm-hmm. all your videos in the gym and the kitchen, then go outside. Like start experimenting. Go right. ahead. Speak to the fucking camera before I come to wherever you are and lose my shit on you in person. Yeah. I've told you that 17 million fucking times. I go to your social media. The last time you spoke to the camera was nine posts ago. Mm. I'm going to yeah. start being rude to you guys. I'm not joking. I've said it so many fucking times to this coaching community in the last year and a half that it's mm. making me want to beat my skull into the ground. All right. Mm. You had a post here where you're talking about how obesity isn't a curse or disease, but you just wrote it in a fucking post and then put a motivational speech over your body. Why don't you say that to the camera? So it actually looks like you have an opinion. Yeah. I've said yeah. this to you 17 fucking times, right? Gotcha. Talk to the camera. And again, yeah. it doesn't mean take basic fitness knowledge, it means share your opinion around things that you actually know about, Mm -hmm. right? That you actually care about, that you've done in the past. Show people your path through the things you've done. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, I got you. Good. Taylor, did you get value? Was that good? 100%. It's like things that I know I've heard and I've listened to on the podcast before. And like, it's, uh, yeah, I have, I can tell you my reasons why I haven't, but that's not important. I know what I need to do. I just need to plug it in and get it done. Beautiful. Now, the reason that most people don't talk to the camera is because when you first start speaking to the camera, your, your views go down because you're not good at it. Yeah. You're not fucking good at it. And so you, you're like, why would I talk to the camera? Every time I talk to the camera, I get fucking 300 views where if I, get, I post a trendy fucking thing. And I know that because I was you. I did the same shit yeah. for a fucking year. And then finally, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm actually going to start speaking to the camera. Yeah. And now that I actually start speaking to the camera, it's like I, my Instagram went from 20,000 to 75,000 followers in like the last three months, four months. Right. So fucking right. talk to the camera. Gotcha. Ray, what up? Hello. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I am. Guys, look at my lighting. I got lighting in my office and I have an uh, office. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm really pumped. So, okay. My question is very tangible. I sell my coaching in Canadian dollars. Yep. Almost, I'd say uh, probably 90% at least of my clients are US. Yep. I, it's like so easy to sell someone. And I feel like I'm getting people that to, that work with me because the exchange rate is so low for them. So like I charge $325 a month and they're paying like $240 a month. And I feel like I'm getting people that just aren't really like, they don't really care because you want people yeah. to sit up. Go yeah, ahead. I'm going to give you a super, super simple answer that you're going to absolutely love. Are you ready? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so go into fucking 
PayPal or Stripe or whatever platform that you send your invoices on, and then go to the actual, like, you know, where the actual number is, where you send the invoice, and then click the little drop down menu. And instead of moving, and when it says CAD, drop down to USD and then send that link out to everybody that you sell. Okay. Okay. But I have a counter to this really easy question that <laughs> the easy statement that you're saying is I have my stripe and my trainer eyes linked. And that's yep. how I is. Are we not supposed to do it that way? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think there's an issue with that. And dude, you can on stripe, you can, I know this cause I have a stripe account. You can send invoices in Canadian or USD. Yeah, but with them being linked, I don't think you can change your currency. So you can't change it under Trainerize, but the very simple solution for you would be to literally just go into Stripe and create a USD link and then add one step to your onboarding. Bam. Okay. okay. Yeah, once you set your Trainerize in a certain installment price point, you can't change it unless you contact support, which also is a fucking option. It'll take a day. They can change your entire currency rate in Trainerize, and there you go. You charge in USD. Question, okay. Ray, how many clients do you sell per week? Right now, it's slowed down a little bit because I moved, but it's typically like two to three. Two to three. Okay. And do you usually sell paid in full or monthlies? I'm a PIF queen, which I'm trying to stop. So paid in full. So how much is your paid in full program? 1625. 1625. So I'm just going to do some math here. Okay. So if you sell three clients a week, and you change your prices to USD over Canadian. Yeah. You're going to make an extra $1,400 per week times four weeks. Just by doing a little drop down menu going from boop, boop, you're going to make an extra $5,850 per month. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Honestly, like I would just change <laughs> everything to USD due to the fact that USD is a universal currency. That's why we charge in USD. That's why everybody that we know charges in USD, no matter where they are based locally. And not to mention, let's be real. They do business everywhere as well. But even regardless of that, just get it out of your head that, well, people are paying and they get a discount. So the shittier clients, that's not it. It's just something to do with the program that we need to address, but change your currency right now. So you don't run into that in the future. Okay. Okay. I've addressed that already. The issue with my clients. There you go. But, okay. What about the Canadian clients that I have? I feel really bad charging them US. Like it's so much more money for them. So you don't have to raise your current prices, but yeah, for me. I get Canadian clients all the time. And so I'm going to, I'm going to give you the long answer and the short answer. So the long answer is that when I first started online coaching and I started charging USD and I was Canadian clients would be like, what the fuck it's in USD. I'm in Canada. I'm like, what the fuck, bro. And so if I liked the person, I'd be like, okay, I'll tell you what it is in USD, but because I like you, I'll do it in Canadian. So like that was, if I actually wanted to work with them. So that's when I first started, but now I've been in business for like seven years like 10 years online coaching and I don't need to negotiate what my prices are. So yeah, most of my, most of my clients are in the U S not to mention it's a universal currency and we do business primarily with individuals in the U S all the mentors that we've hired other than Dan Martell are U S based, meaning everybody charges in USD. Everybody pushes in USD. All companies use USD because it is a universal currency. Okay. Isn't that's why it's fucking dog shit. Okay. Hey, I'm going to call a spade a spade, okay? <laughs> Canadian sad. money is trash. It's like Monopoly money, all right? <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. But. You're welcome. Nathan, what up? Hi, Brian. Can you hear me? Right. You might know good? Yep, I'm doing great. How can we start? Yeah, sick. Question uh, about client retention. So I'm having a little bit of an issue with that right now. Client retention. So I was wondering if you have, uh, I know you said um, it, it involves a uh, connection with the client and results. But um, they don't stay long enough with me in order for them to see results. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I can come at that. 
Well, it's a very general question. You're going to have to give me a lot more data than that. Sure. Example would be, um, came on the call about, what this call two weeks ago? And I signed the client and he was consistent for probably about four or five days. After that, then I was checking in with him, I was texting him. Like he was in the Facebook group, which by the way is not, so still not going yet. And after that, then he started to fall off about two days ago and he just, he just stopped responding to my text. So you're saying that- That's a pretty common- So you added a client to a dead Facebook group that wasn't engaged? Yes, most part. Yeah, because I mean, I, don't, I still am trying to get the Facebook group going now. So I'm trying to add clients in there, but- What I'm are you doing to, in and, the group itself? I'm posting every day in the Facebook group. It's only him and it was only him and then one other, other person and, and then myself. That was it. Mm. Okay, thing number one, people follow social behavior. Everybody write that in the chat. It's a herd mentality. And so if you guys go into a bar and there's zero people dancing, what's the likelihood that you want, you're going to be the first? Very unlikely. Very unlikely. You join a Facebook group and there's two people in there and you're the only one posting. What's the likelihood that you're going to reply to those posts? Very, very low. Very, very low. And so if you only have one fucking client, don't put them in a Facebook group with you and them. doesn't make any fucking sense. Text yeah. them, right? Yeah. I would dance too, but I'm fucking different. Yeah, we're psychos. So thing number one is understand that people follow social behavior. Mm. And so if you want to get your Facebook group popping, then run a 14-day challenge, get a bunch of people in there, get them all excited, and then you can add clients to that after because those people will be excited that you just gave them free value and they'll keep the group engaged. Retention is all about connection and results. But retention also goes so much deeper. By the way, if you guys are coming to the fucking virtual event, I literally, I have a fucking full-on speech about this and it's going to blow your fucking rocks off. That's besides the point. It's like connection and results is like the, like the base formula. But if your onboarding sucks and they never get started, then they'll never get connected. And it sounds to me like this is an onboarding issue. So in terms of onboarding, did you make sure that he logged into Trainerize, got his first meals prepped, and then checked in if the money got his first win? Yeah. So what I did is I created like a, like a, I created two sheets. I created in Adobe InDesign. That's not what I asked. I didn't ask about your Google Sheets. I asked you if you made sure if you checked in, if he did his first workout, he did his first meal plan and he celebrated his first win. I did two out of those three. Okay. What were the two? The meal plan and then the check-in. And, but then I don't think I, I texted him saying, great job on on your first workout. But that's, that was about it. I don't know if I did anything else. um, Did he reply? He said, thank you. That, uh, That was it. And this is the only client that you've had this issue with? No. So I've, in the past, back in probably May and June, I had about six or seven clients. And I mean, Brian, you probably remember this. And then they were with me for about a month, month and a half or so. And they saw results by the way, they did. And at that time, I still didn't really have like a Facebook group yet. And then they kind of all just fell off probably in like, the, in like one week. Here's what you're going to do for your new clients moving forward. You're going to start a little group chat with them on Facebook and you're going to keep them connected in the group chat. This is advice for all of you guys that have less than 10 clients. If you have less than 10 clients, do group chats of five clients per. When you add these clients to this group chat, you're going to be like, I work with a lot of clients and I I keep you guys in small groups so you guys can keep each other accountable. Sarah, I want you to introduce yourself to the group chat. So you want to basically make small pods. People follow social behavior. And so if you only have one person in the group, then people are not going to engage because there are not other people engaging. But if there's a small group of people and they're all engaging, then people are going to follow that social behavior. So if you have 10 clients or less, make small group chats. Keep people accountable. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You, and then is that also go, oh, yeah. Brian, were you, were you going to say, say The Brian? first six weeks, bro, you need to make sure that they're doing their shit. You need to be holding their fucking hands. Yeah. That's why when you and, guys joined the Change Lives Academy, like how much handholding do you get in the first six weeks? 
the wolf pup chats. We literally wow. are like, fucking, come on, come on, come on. You got this. You can do this. Anything else you're struggling with? Come on. You got it. It's all good. I know you're struggling. It's okay. First six weeks. <laughs> you need to do that with your clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And about like this. So when I try and generate a challenge to increase retention and increase the activity in my Facebook group, I either end up getting ghosted or they, they just say, nah, I'm good. I want to do the challenge now. I probably reach out to about 30 or 40 people a day about a challenge. It's either ghosted or that they're, they're interested in doing it. Reach out to more. Okay, more. Yeah, bro. Like this is the thing. You're making a decision and you're making a consensus based off of what didn't work. Keep grinding and figure out how to make it work. Right? Like if you guys run a challenge, it's not like your challenge is going to work every single fucking time. We have ran probably 10,000 fucking challenges over the last six years. All right. Yes, it's an over exaggeration, but also not really. We ran probably 30 six week challenges for PT domination at least a hundred fucking different challenges for aesthetic nation when we were running it itself because of the fact that we'd launch a challenge it wouldn't work we'd pivot we'd do it again and we went through it all we ran a 21 day challenge you remember this brian yep we ran a 21 day challenge guys where we created a booklet with 64 pages walking them through everything they needed for all their fitness goals we did ads we did a bunch of dms we got 690 people in it and two people engaged welcome to the game nathan and this is advice for all of you guys If you want to be a successful entrepreneur, then you need to get conditioned to taking violent fucking action. Yep. And right now you're taking lots of uncertain action. Well, I did this one thing and it didn't work. So I'm really coming back to ask another question about the next one thing that I should do. You should be fucking ruthlessly executing. By the time I talk to you next, you should be like, dude, I talked to 600 people, got 40 people on my challenge. I sold three. I'm wondering how to onboard them properly. Violent action. Violent. Like violent. violent. Hi, Brian. Do you see this behind me? This is the new, the new face, bro. The new space. There we go. New apartment. Oh, new you're in your new house. I like that. Yeah, there you go. So there and go. now that you're in your new house, you better make some fucking money to pay for it. So start taking violent action. Exactly, bro. But facts. I, I agree. All right. Okay, so, so, so massive, goals, massive fucking action is the path forward. All right, deal. Okay. Very good. I'll Pretty talk well, to you soon. You. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll give him that. He's coachable. He's fucking, like he implements. Mm-hmm. Sammy, what up? I'm so excited to be here. I wanted to say two weeks ago, I came onto pod chats and was talking to you, Brian, about renewals, how I was struggling with that. So mm-hmm. I got my Facebook group absolutely popping and engaged with the September challenge and the girls are absolutely loving it. It is like so consistent. They're really engaging. I sent out just a feedback form to see what the feedback my girls had for the program specifically and implemented small things kind of every day. And then also started my weekly coaching calls every Wednesday and they've been going really, really well. And then I had three girls come up for a renewal and I signed all three of them for six months again. Yeah, it works. You just got to implement it. But anyways, I don't know if I have a question necessarily. I wanted to show up. I wanted to show my face and kind of just share like what I'm struggling with. And I'm having a hard time like phrasing it into a question, I suppose. But June and July, I was like on fire. I was like crushing Every month I was signing as many clients as I wanted to. I was getting my monthly like target goals, I guess, consistently. August, I took a bit of a step back intentionally from my business because my sister was getting married. My mom also got diagnosed with breast cancer. So I did intentionally step back and I knew that that was going to be okay because that's where I needed to be personally. Now September's rolling around. I'm back into it. I'm doing all the things I know I need to be doing. I'm morning routine is consistent. 10 before 10 is consistent. 25 DMs is consistent. Posting consistently on social media. But what I'm really struggling with is like 
the super ups and then the super downs of being an entrepreneur. Um, one day I'm like fucking on fire. I'm loving my life, having a great time. And then the next day, it seems like I just take such a big dip mentally. And I'm like, I just fucking suck and everything is shitty. And so I don't know. I just like, I'm doing all the things I know I'm supposed to be doing. I'm having, I guess, a little bit of struggle with like lead generation and just getting back into the rhythm and like the swing of where I was in July. Cause I was so happy and like crushing it then. So yeah. Anyways, not really a question. It is kind of a question. Cole, you want to go first? A hundred percent. Okay. I want you to write this down. Okay. And then I'm going to give you the context behind it because this is the hardest thing to do. All right. First off, write this down. Never lose momentum. I want you to write that down, understand it. And all of you guys need to embody it. And now I'm going to say something, all right, which is extremely fucking hard to do, but at the same time, it is very important to do. And that means you need to learn how to keep momentum through the hardest times you're ever facing in your life. Meaning if you went to the wedding, dope, you should still be doing your shit. All right. You got that diagnosis for your mom. Yo, that's fucking harsh. All right. I'm really sorry that that happened, but we can still do our shit. Okay. We got to show up no matter what and never lose momentum because what we are facing now is a lack of momentum. You've lost pace in what you were doing. So now you got to get yourself back to that same gauge. Does that make sense? Yes. And it's going to happen, but it's a slow grind. And this is what I always say, guys, what you do today reflects tomorrow. What you do this week reflects next week. All right, this month, next month, this year, next year. So what ends up happening is you've got mad momentum. You then took a dip. And now because of that dip, all right, that month reflects this month. Mm-hmm. Now we can flip it around by going balls to the wall and grinding our faces off. But we also just need to recognize where we're currently at based off of what we did in the past. Do you feel me? Yeah, totally. I feel like I'm just starting from the beginning, it feels like. You're not. Yeah. Yeah, you're not. You're just in your head. And then it's the next thing around it is the very highs, right? And the very lows. I don't exactly know what it is for you, but I'll tell you from personal experience because I go through the same type of thing, guys. It's not like I'm a fucking robot, all right? We're not robots, we're human beings as well. But the thing is, is that I just show up regardless, all right? I move through my day no matter how I am feeling. Meaning if I wake up and I'm like really dealing with self-doubt or anger or frustration or depression or anxiety, I go to the gym anxious. Right? I go to the gym overwhelmed dealing with self-doubt because I cannot not show up. All right. Success, confidence, the life you want to live is built through the daily actions, regardless of how you are feeling. So Alex Ramosi has a quote and quote, and I absolutely love it. I'm going to share it with you guys. And it's that you won't build confidence by screaming affirmations in the mirror. You build confidence by showing yourself who the fuck you are through your relentless actions. You see, I do affirmations every day, but I'm not a confident savage because of the affirmations. I am this person because I will literally show up no matter what, seven days a week, 365 days a year, regardless of what is happening to my family or myself, because I cannot not do that. Because then I slip for you guys and I have a fucking son now and a wife that relies on me and the income that I bring in. So it's it's a non-negotiable, all right? I show up like I brush my teeth in the morning. And then when you do that often enough, and this is where a lot of people don't understand the statement, it's also honestly very hard for me to explain unless I'm talking to like Brian, because he plays at this level as well. When you do that almost so long that it becomes a normal, the bad days are pretty easy to navigate through mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, okay, it's just like, it's just a bad day. But I'm like, all this stuff that seems like it would break other people 
this is just my normal day. This is just, this just happens. All right. I just have this weight. And now I just got to deal with this little flea that's bothering me in the side. Mm -hmm. Feel me? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Like I, yeah, I know I feel a lot more confident, like what you said, when I do relentless action, regardless of how I feel. And I know I am doing that because I'm still showing up on those days that I don't feel like, I don't know, not that I don't feel like doing it, but just not myself or not mm -hmm. feeling it. And I'm having one of those low days. I still do what I know I have to do in order to push my business forward, but it's, it's hard. I get sure. it. Yeah. And I uh, like the reason why I wanted to talk about being relentless every single day, no matter how you feel is because this whole concept of like entrepreneurship, there's like ebbs and flows and you can just flow to the success you want to see in your life is fucking horseshit. All right. Like you can, if you want a $1,000 a month business, if that's where you guys want to peak, then it's all good. Have the ups and downs and flow through life. And that's fine. If you want to build a very high six figure to seven figure plus business, you need to grind your fucking face off. It is a ridiculous amount of work. Mm -hmm. And this whole like new spiritual wave, I know Brian's done videos on this in the past. I've talked about it in the past of entrepreneurs that are like balance and lean into how you're feeling and only do stuff when you feel like doing it. That's not going to get you to the high six figures to high seven figure business. That's not going to get you global impact. That's going to get you 20 to 30 clients. Feel me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Thank you. Very valuable. Thanks for coming up, Sammy. I'm proud of you. Thank Good you. job. Thank you. You're very welcome. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What's up, Chris? What's up? Cole, got a question for you. Hey, me. You are my, my dream client. Mm. Okay, because you went to that Bedro shit where you paid him like 10K to kick you in the nutsack for three days straight. Yep. So um, I've got a lot of help. But just for anybody who's like listening to this podcast, like join the fucking academy because like as good as these pod chats are, like I've had like three fucking lives with people in the group and like I've learned so much like high level shit so my people are already in shape they don't have health issues they're like i was thinking for a long time they're looking for like something better as opposed to like avoiding pain but um you know nick kind of helps me like with the avatar like i actually found some pain points and i'm trying to work them in but um i realized in the gym this morning that like you are like you were looking for when you went to the modern day night project that was like what my people are looking for you know, and especially, I mean, you're already like in really good shape. You're already successful as a businessman. You're not like a pussy who's trying to like, you know, devaginize himself. But like, what exactly, like, were you looking for? Like, mm. how, how do I speak to the person who's like, you don't need to do anything. You're doing fine, you know? And it's like, I've done some shit. Like, I was a bouncer. I fucking, you know, military, you know, some crazy fucking sex life stuff. I mean, like, I just, like, I went from being a big gaping vagina as a kid. And now I'm like you know, a completely different person. And I'm like looking for the person like you, you know, you don't want to give your life up and join the military to like go through really hard training, but you want someone who's going to be like, you're going to eat like a man. You're not going to enjoy your favorite foods. You're going to fucking wake up early in the morning. You're going to fucking not just do cardio, mm. you're going to do burpees, you're going to do intervals. You're going to fucking do shit that scares you. 
like like what were you looking for? What were you thinking? How do I talk to this person, you know, who wants to go no, ahead and you know I know where you're going with this. So first off, this is no like reason. a this is a really deep question. So I'll try to articulate myself the best the best way that I can. For everybody who does not know what this is, the MDK project is a 75 hour experience put on by men by Bedros Koulian, and it's basically meant to break you down mentally, physically, emotionally, so you figure out who you are. One of the main reasons why I chose to do it was because I felt like I lacked camaraderie around me. Now I have B, but I don't really have a lot of other people. So when I looked at the individuals around me, I felt like I didn't relate with a lot of people because everybody just paints me as like hard ass, tough love, savage due to my mentality, where I just call things the way they are. Like I don't like beating around the bush. I just fucking speak to truth. And I wanted to be surrounded with more savage people. That was one part of it, right? I like a lot of the guys that are in the MDK. I honestly have a lot of personal relationships with a lot of the graduates already that went through the MDK, even though I didn't graduate, which was perfect because that was me achieving one of my goals. Now, the second reason why I went is because I wanted to see how far I could push myself, all right? I wanted to know, okay, like my mind is incredibly fucking strong. I know it is, all right? Or at least I said it was. All right. And I've done a lot in my life and I've dealt with a lot of mental, physical and emotional abuse. But I wanted to see like, OK, when you can't just act like one of these macho men, we're like, well, I punch this person in the face if they talking like me. OK, big dog, like calm the fuck down. You're soft. Like when you can't do that shit and you have to just go through the physical pain, would I be able to do it? And the fact that I now have a twenty five thousand dollar hospital bill that I need to pay out of pocket shows me that my body will give out before my mind will, which made me feel very happy and proud of self. Now, don't get me wrong, that shit broke me, right? Going through that and fucking failing actually broke me. It really fucked with me mentally in a very big way. And there's a lot more that I could dive into, but I want to keep this as direct as I possibly can to you to kind of give you an idea. Now, why did I join? It had nothing to do with like the, the me wanting to join the military when I was a kid and not wanting to join now. It had nothing to do with like, wanting to prove something to other fucking people. I literally just wanted to join because I wanted to test myself. Like I wanted to push myself. I also felt like there was parts of me that needed to be exposed. And what I meant by that is like, I was terrified of becoming a father, like fucking terrified. I'm talking about sitting in my house bawling. The first two weeks to four weeks of Cade being born, I was sobbing. Like what the fuck did I do? I'm going to ruin this kid's life. And I'm like emotional right now because it brought up a lot of pain from when I was a kid, hearing him scream and shit. But going through that experience showed me what type of man I am. And it kind of gave me like a, an awakening. Like it brought the who I knew I was supposed to be out, all right, out into the world, which was very cool. It like allowed me to see a different reason of myself, all right, like another barrier, another layer. So I think if you're trying to target those same people, you need to get deeper. Because when it comes down to speaking to men like me, it's not just about talking about being hard and all right, like having a certain mentality. It's about getting to the deep, vulnerable shit. Like I relate to the people that go through that thing. I don't relate to the people who talk about how they have a fucking fluffy go lucky life. So the reason why Bedros opens up the way that he does, and then the rest of his guys do, Steve, Ray, and more, is because it draws in the crowd that is also going through the same shit that needs someone to yell at them after also sitting down with them and being vulnerable. A lot of people just see the MDK project as a 75 hour experience where they beat the fuck out of you. It's not the case. 
All right, I'm not going to expose what they go through in there because I told Bedros I wouldn't. But there's a lot of deep emotional shit that those men do with the other guys there that is needed for a lot of fucking people. Okay. Yeah, let, let me just say like like congratulations because when I was back at Bragg, I was talking to one of the guys who like drove trucks. They like you know one of the guys who would like drive you out in the middle of nowhere and you know, kick you out to land out in the middle of the night you know and he's like he was talking about getting in he's like yeah you know he's like fucking like those guys like they their bodies give out before their minds do yes know? so like that's exactly like you know that, when i was working at the, the medical clinic at camp mccall you know for like selection and shit like that we'd have guys coming in they they were all fucked up like they didn't know where the fuck they're at you know their electrolytes were so fucked up from sweating and you know vomiting or whatever you know and shit like that like they were just, yeah, i was put in the hospital with hypothermia rhabdo yeah. And then yeah. my heart started to fucking give out where they thought I was going to have a stroke. So I got hooked up to a EKG, seven different heart machines, put in the ICU for three days and got hit with a $25,000 hospital bill. Yeah. So, so like, like total respect. Like I said, when I, when I went through selection, I do two guys who had a broken foot and one guy with two broken feet. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's fucking sucks. But now the, so like, what's like, first of all, community. I like that. I want to have a community and I, and I know like sometimes I'll put out posts. I'll talk about eating out Tupperwares and guys will be like, yeah, you know, Fucking went to a baseball game and like all the fat dads afterwards were fucking wondering why I'm eating a Tupperware when they're just sitting there with their fat guts. And you know, like, I, there are people out there who are trading hard. There are people out there who are fucking eating out of Tupperware. There are people out there who are waking up early in the morning and, you know, and they, they, I do want to provide them a community. So thank you very much for that. What's like, you know, like the mentality, of like this, like, you know, the offer, like the it, offer you know, is you got to give like, them the life that you're living, bro. Hey. Like yeah. I wouldn't have hired Bedros if Bedros wasn't Bedros. All right. I wouldn't yeah. have done the MDK if it wasn't ran by fucking savages. And this is where I'm very black and white with this. All right. And I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. And if it offends, you know, that it's based out of love. This isn't for just you, Chris. This is for everybody listening. A lot of men train women because they're not strong enough to train men in order to be a good male coach. You need to be the motherfucker males want to be money, body, life, leadership. It all matters. Now, again, I'm not saying that to offend any male coaches in here. There's a lot of male coaches that are the best female coaches I've ever seen in my life. But like, this is the facts. I don't know any male coaches that are not jacked, shredded, living a crazy life financially, mentally, physically, emotionally, that aren't doing well. Like if you are, men flock to you because they want to be like you. They need a leader. You need to be a leader to lead men. You feel me? Yeah, I know. That's First of all, that's incredible what you just said there, the last two things about, uh, about yeah. And then, yeah, so, I, so that's why I was actually, that's where I was coming towards too. It's like the Wes Watson thing of just like, you know, at some point he's like, he doesn't even really want to talk anymore. He just wants to demonstrate his life. Yeah. Fuck crap, the people want to live it. All right, man, helps a whole fucking lot. I really appreciate that. Seriously, thank you for being vulnerable. Cause like I said, I, mean, I, I fucking failed at one point in my life and lost everything that I had when I thought I belonged somewhere and it fucking destroyed me. And uh, I appreciate you. It took me like 20 years to be able to talk about that shit. So congratulations on being fucking vulnerable. And I appreciate it a lot. It helps a lot. Of course, I'm always here. Boom. Mr. Mike, what up? What's going on, guys? How are you? Good. So I got a question for getting engagement in Facebook groups. I added some like beard, my province, my city, fishing, Fitbit. But besides like posting like what type of beard oil do you guys use to get that engagement? Like what else? How else do we get people out of these groups? How much time are you spending in them? Recently, none. That's then don't to come back to this call in a week when you fucking spend an hour a day in the groups. But how am I like, what am I spending? Hey, yo, Mike, what beard oil do you use, dog? I have a lot. <laughs> how long have you been using them? Okay. Dog, I've been growing my beard for probably like 
six months to a year, but I've had it for like five years because I refuse to take my beard off my face because I look like a child. How long have you been growing yours? A few years now. See what the fuck I'm doing? I'm having a conversation with you. Okay. Right? Like, <laughs> that's it. Get in the group and talk to people, dude. That's what Brian's saying. Like, you got to be in there. Right now, you're thinking money, money, money. What you got to be thinking is relationship, relationship, relationship. Feel me? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got a good beard, bro. Start some conversations, all right? Yo, Brian, you got a baby beard, dog. If you want one like, like mine, <laughs> what you should do is, like, because you could say that, Mike, because I got a baby beard. Brian's got a baby beard. All the other guys, well, actually, Justin's got a nice beard, okay? Like, you could be fucking starting conversations with this shit, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks. Start a beard thread in the beard. Yeah, bro. 100%. Post your fucking beard in the comments. And how long it took you to grow it. Holy fuck, that will blow up. 100%. Because then there'll be some kid who's like, six months and it'll be like this fucking little ass stubble and people are <laughs> talking they'll like, create this crazy thread all right i got you conversations bro you're mm-hmm. overthinking it and like guys time the the reason i was like go fucking spend time in the group you just need to spend time in there if you mm-hmm. actually spend an hour and you fucking set your phone your timer for an hour and you spend an hour in those groups you will find what you're looking for you got to spend time in there okay my man who is up that katrina what up hello everybody I have a question that is not super typical, I feel, but I felt like you guys would have some insight on this. So I'm moving to the States for the next little while. And I just wanted to know if you guys like know the rules. Is it legal to be working virtually from the States as a Canadian citizen? Uh, I'm not qualified to give legal advice, but I do it all the time. Yeah. So I will give you a baseline from what I understand with a couple of my friends that have gone there. Look into this. Okay. How long are you going? For like a year, but I'm going to come back at the six month mark to like restart my travel visa. Okay. So that should be completely fine. I don't think you'll have any problems with that. If you do stay there for over six months, if I'm not mistaken, there's something called like a traveling working visa that you would have to maybe look into. But the best answer that we can give you is call your accountant, all right? If you don't have one, just call anyone, all right? Literally call a fucking H&R Block, who cares? Just call somebody. And then be like, listen, I'm traveling down to the States. It's not going to be a permanent resident, but I'm going to be there for a long time. What do I need to do for my taxes and my money? And they'll be able to give you a guideline on if you need a visa or more. Also, another thing that you can do, Katrina, and this is advice for all of you guys, just tell her Brian Mark sent you from the podcast. Everybody write this in the chat box, Nina the Lawyer. I've been sending pretty much everybody that asked me legal questions. She's a lawyer for online fitness coaches. Like she basically does like online business coaches, consultants, et cetera. So Nina, the lawyer is her Instagram. So send her a message and be like, Hey, heard about you from Brian Mark. I just have a couple of questions. If you have, if you'd be open to answering them for me, smiley face. Okay, perfect. Thank you guys. That's super helpful. And I do have one other question if that's okay. Yeah, hit, hit us, of course. So I have a sales call today with with a friend of mine and I don't usually do sales calls with friends. Mm. So I'm not really sure how to navigate it. I feel like if I stick to the the phone script, it might turn her off a little bit because we're on such a friendly basis. Yep. Nah. All right, listen, why are you getting on this phone call with your friend? To hopefully help her with her fitness and health goals. That sounded extremely fucking unconfident. What is her goal? Her goal is to lose fat and gain muscle and get confident. So let's switch this up and I'm going to ask Brian a question. B, if fucking Brendan hired you for business coaching right now, would you be able to help him double his money? Yeah, exactly. So he is very confident in that. If your friend hires you, girl, would you be able to help her achieve any fitness goal she has? Yes, absolutely. Dope. So what you need to do is you need to get on the call and then allow anywhere from one to three minutes of bullshit. 
Okay, this is how you structure it. Everybody else, take notes, pay attention to what I'm about to say. When you get on the phone with a friend, all right, get on the call and allow one to three minutes of bullshit. Why? Because they're going to want to talk to you. They're going to want to joke around. They're going to ask you how your day is. And you don't want to just fucking instantly shut that down because they are your friend. You want to keep a relationship with them. Okay. Allow that to happen. After you bullshit for around three minutes, you talk about whatever the fuck is on your mind, whatever's going on. Then you got to get serious. All right. Now, when it comes down to the script, if you sound like a fucking robot, yeah, it's going to turn them off. But if you sound like their friend and you utilize the structure flow of the script, like you should be, that's what we need to do. All right. And how we pre-frame it is very simple. All right, Brian. So I'm just going to get straight to the point, big dog. I know that me and you are friends. I know that we see each other all the time. And I know that we have a different relationship than most of my clients, but I'm letting you know right now, this is not a friend's call. This is a consultation call for my business. I take this very seriously. I only take on a certain amount of clients on a monthly basis. I know I can help you with your fucking goals. So if you are actually serious, I'm going to walk you through the process, break down how everything works. And I want you to be very, very straightforward with me at the end. I either want a yes or a no. Let's not play this I don't know game or I need to think about it because all that's going to do is make me hound you and you're going to get annoyed at me and it's going to fuck with our friendship. Sound good? Bam. And then you get in. And then I treat that call the same fucking way that I would talk to any other prospect. Also, and I have a different point of view than this than Brian, I don't give any fucking discounts to anybody. Don't give a fuck if you're my family, you're a friend, period. All right, it is this price. This is what it is. Feel me? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I have one question that you could ask before you get into the call. So one to three minutes of bullshit. And then you could be like, okay, listen, so Katrina, I uh, obviously you're interested in working with me. And I'm just like, I just want to know, like, are you just looking for a little bit of free advice? Or do you actually want to completely transform your life? Mm. And if she says, I actually want to completely transform your life, you're like, okay, great. So then I'm going to treat you like my client. So what I'm going to do on today's call is blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like so that. you can preface the fucking call by being like, do you want some free advice? Or do you actually want to fucking transform your life? And then she's like, I actually want to transform my life. Then she's accepting the frame that you're presenting, which is like, you either want free advice, or you're going to join my program. That's basically the frame. She accepts the frame, then you just get into the sales call. Yeah. And if she wants free advice, then I just keep it short, keep it minimal. Yeah, five minutes. Short. Yeah, short, sexy, straight to the point. But the way that you frame is important. Are you just looking for a little bit of free advice? Or do you want to actually transform your fucking life? Yeah. There's nobody that's going to say just free advice because everybody's going to say, I want to transform my life. So it's yeah. like, it's, you're like baiting her into saying what you want her to say. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. That was super helpful. Bet. We got you, queen. I want everybody to write this down, please. All right. Also understand this. Be so confident that you can help anybody transform. Write that down. I don't care if you guys get on the phone with your fucking mom, a friend, the president. All right. Whoever tomorrow. You guys should be talking about your program the same way because you're confident in yourself. You guys can deliver an amazing result. So show up that way. Okay. Perfect. Matt, what up? What's up? What's up? So mine is an avatar question. So I predominantly coach gay men who are just trying to transform their body. It's pretty general, but I get really good engagement, um, but I'm really trying to dial it in even further. I feel most confident coaching weight loss. That's where I get a lot of clients. That's where I also feel the most knowledgeable. However, I want to coach men's physique, gay men's physique, strength training, but I don't feel as confident there. So I'm just trying to figure out, is it more important to do what is easy to me where the cash is flowing or do what I want to do in the long run? What do you think the answer is before I answer this? What I think the answer is, is do what I'm doing because I'm still learning and I'm still more at the beginning stages of learning what I'm doing. I get results. It's easier for me in that process. 
I can also learn about coaching what I actually want to coach so I can feel confident doing it and then eventually transition. To answer your question, I'm going to start with a story. When I was an online fitness coach, I fucking absolutely loved coaching competitors. It was like my favorite thing in the world because like competitors were guys like Cole who like did their fucking meal plans, did their workouts, checked in on time, never fucking missed. It was easy for me to coach them because they actually did the things. Whereas like with lifestyle clients, you got to like chase them down, do your fucking check-ins. Why didn't you hit your workout? Like, why are you not drinking your water? Like, why are you eating fucking A&W? So like, I really liked coaching competitors because they just did the work and then they got the result. I was happy. They were happy. But think about Gen Pop and like how many people are on the planet out of 8 billion people on the planet, how many are competitors are like a, a marginal fraction of those people. And so the demographic for to win in the arena of being a competitor, I'd have to compete with the other guys that were also coaching men's physique competitors. And there's like fucking Olympia level athletes that are coaching men's physique competitors and like men's physique competitors are going to try to find the best coach. And then if they don't think you're the best coach, when they do find a coach that they think is better, they're going to leave you for the best coach because that's like, they want to win. So I'm saying this because even though I loved coaching competitors, 80% of my income came from lifestyle clients. So my recommendation would be for your avatar and your messaging and your content, you should do what makes you money and also document your own fitness journey. Because I know my, you're like, I know you're fucking jacked and strong. So as you're documenting your own fitness journey and what you're doing, you're going to get people that will reach out to you being like, I want to get stronger. And then you can coach those people as well. But your main messaging and your content should be about weight loss. Okay, perfect. Yep, that was super, super helpful. Thank you, guys. Cool. Got you, bro. And last but not least, Sean Robodot. Yo, Cole, Sean actually came to the gym. He was going to see you. I know. But it was the day that you... <laughs> dude, I'm sorry, bro. Yesterday, I'm not even joking. Oh, you can ask Brian. Okay. I woke up this morning. I feel fucking great. Yesterday, throat was like closed. Fucking absolutely blasted because of the smoke and cologne. I apologize. No worries. I was getting into my car and, and there was like a guy that was sitting outside the gym. He's like, yo, Pete, I got a minute. I was like, I'm actually fucking running out. I'm like, what's up? He's like, it's Sean Robodot from the Academy. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. He's like, supposed to meet. He's like, I'm supposed to meet Cole this morning. I'm like, well, that sucks because Cole's not fucking. Yeah, I was like, that fucking sucks, bro. Because I was laying in bed like. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't even fucking believe it, bro. It's funny. Just, but just even that, I, like getting, I, getting up that early was awesome. Oh, I asked Sean how his business was doing. And he said he only had a few clients and he's been with us for a couple of years. And I was like, why the fuck have you not been on any calls? So he's, he made a commitment to show up for podcast. Mm -hmm. How can we serve you, bro? So actually a lot of the, uh, the questions have been answered, uh, which is great. I don't know if this is uh, really a question or not, but essentially I was doing good for like solid six months straight, like posting every day, five days a week. Um, and I was, I was loving it. Um, I, I was just thinking that like maybe my avatar wasn't in line with like truly like my passion and what direction I want to go. So I kind of is one of those things where like, shit was like started popping off and then all of a sudden i kind of dropped off just before summertime there so, Wait, so you um, were posting yeah. and it was going well and you were doing yeah. and then you started stop posting yeah and then i stopped posting why and uh like uh, i don't know i think i just maybe it was like a bit of imposter syndrome or something going on there and uh yeah i just so as things started going right you stopped posting yeah i just want to make sure i hammer that because Sean, you're not the only one who's done that. On this fucking call right now, who's ever done that? Shit starts going right, and then you stop doing whatever was you were doing that was making shit go right. If you've done that, raise your fucking hand. Exactly. So you know what that is, Sean? Yeah. That's self-sabotage. No. Yep. Okay. Now, why do we self-sabotage? Somebody type it in the chat. Why? Why do we self-sabotage? I want to hear some answers. Don't feel like you're good enough. Yeah. Don't feel like you're good <laughs> enough. The only reason... 
that we self-sabotage. The only fucking reason is that we don't see ourselves as successful, mm. period. Because if the external world looks different than what we see inside of our heads, we will do whatever we possibly can to get ourselves back to what we see in our heads, which is why when you have a weight loss client and they lose 15 pounds, but they still view themselves as a fat person, they self-sabotage and they gain the weight back, right? That makes I mean, sense. you ever had a weight loss client that does that. So if you want to change your fucking external, you need to change the internal. And the way that you change the internal is you set some goals and you get committed to them. Because it sounds to me like you were just like you started to see success, but it's almost like you weren't ready for it. You weren't prepared yeah. for it. And because you weren't prepared for it, you were like, it freaked you out and you fucking dipped. And then you went back to what you know how to do, which is not do well, not be successful on social media, not pop off because it feels more comfortable than hitting success. 100%. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead. <laughs> So I just want to utilize the breakdown of self-sabotage, the example. I'm pretty sure I gave that on a mastermind training, not podcast, right, B? Mm, I don't know. I talked about the finish line. Let's yeah. dive into it. If you guys have already heard it before, this is just a refresher. I want to talk about this because I had this conversation with a couple of people in the CLA a couple of weeks ago, and it really fucking hit. And maybe it will with you too, Sean. So I want everybody to put up their right hand for a second. Okay, that is the finish line. All right, this is the finish line. This is the goals that you want to achieve. This is the thing that you keep saying you actually want. So what is that, Sean? $10,000 a month? $5,000 um, a month? $2,000 a month? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, yeah, probably $6,000 a month would be perfect. So here's your goal, right? This stuff. is what you want. Let's take yeah. your left hand, put it up. What ends up happening is you guys start here and you start grinding your face off, slowly start moving towards the right hand, All right? You're grinding your face off. You're doing your posting. You're doing your legion. You're doing all the fucking things that you need to. And right before you cross that finish line, put your hands like a millimeter away from each other. So they're not touching yet. Right when you get there, you self-sabotage. You stop posting. You stop doing legion. You stop doing the shit that you fucking need to. Why? Because if you passed this line, if you actually achieved the goal, if you actually went past your breaking point, that means all of the fucking bullshit that you've been saying, your story, your identity that you identify as is the struggling person, the anxious person, the depressed person, the overwhelmed person, the fucking lack of legion, the lack of content, the lack of direction, everything that you've been identifying as for the last little bit would all be bullshit. So your entire identity is just 100% bullshit. And this is what people don't understand. All their excuses, all their validations, everything they've been saying that shapes their identity just goes out the window if you just pass the fucking finish line. If you just- Lies, didn't stop lies and more lies. Right? Yeah, this is, guys, this is also why, this is why Cole and I get so much fucking hate online, by the way, because our videos and our stories of our successful students literally hold up giant fucking mirrors to all these people that have been lying to themselves their whole lives about how they can't make money, how money doesn't grow on trees, and how success is for the fucking select few. Lies, 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 and more lies, and we're exposing their identity. So if they supported our content, they would have to do the work on themselves, and they don't want to do the work on themselves, so they're like, fuck these guys. They're fucking liars. Dude, I literally just had a conversation with a buddy of mine that's like, he's, I've known him since like, we were like probably four. Really good guy, but like, Every time I talk about like success and like goals and all that shit, he just like, he's just like, ah, oh, whatever. There's some sort of excuse that comes up. Right. And uh, I was like, even meeting up with Cole, I was like, I'm going to go meet up with him at 4 a.m. He's like, there's no way he gets up that early to like work out. Fuck my shit. life. I was up. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm like, you fucking kidding me right now. 
like whatever man like just it's like see, this is the wall. thing i'm gonna say yeah. something right now that might hurt you all right how long yeah. have you known this kid well it feels like forever pretty much awesome but he, and he lives in cologne island a close friend you consider him a close friend yeah yeah he's close uh not so we were talking to him recently so yes or no yes yeah okay would you want them to see more success yes then you are failing him by not doing the fucking work you need to do to inspire and motivate him every day. You need to pass that fucking line, go through the pain that is letting go of all of this so you can show him the path to success. By the way, it's going to be hard as fuck. And the reason oh, yeah. it's going to be hard as fuck is because you, yourself right now, mm-hmm. you've been chilling. You like, you like, you love me and Cole. You're like, I love the Academy. It helped me achieve a little bit of success. And I might be not doing as well as I wanted right now, but I'm making more than enough to pay for the Academy installment. And you guys are fucking good. And so for you to break through that barrier and for you to make the commitment, like, yo, motherfucker, I don't know if you knew this, but me and Cole refilmed all the units. Have you seen all the new videos? Uh, I saw some of it. Some of it. Have you you watched any of them? I watched like one. (laughs) (laughs) So for you to make the motherfucking commitment to go back and watch all those fucking videos and do all the fucking work so that you can get your business back to $6,000 a month plus and be a full-time online coach is going to be challenging. It's going to require you to drop your ego and get back into the fucking units. And inside of your mind, while you're going through the units, you're going to be dealing with all these fucking voices in your head. That's like, you've already done this shit, bro. Like, why the fuck are you watching this shit again? What the fuck? Like, you're already done this shit. You're past this shit, right? You're already past it. All of you fucking people laughing on this call know because your fucking head says to you every time you're watching the videos, I've already done this. You've already done this. So if you already fucking done it and you knew it, you'd be at 10K. I'm just saying. Or if you did it, yes. how many times have you guys Good heard point. me say, do talking videos, and then you come to fucking content audits, or you come to a call, you're like, I don't know if my content isn't doing well. I go to your social media, and you have one talking video in the last 30 days. So I'm like, you know it, but you ain't fucking doing it, because you won't let your ego go to actually do the fucking work necessary. So Sean, drop the fucking story, set yep. a new target, and get committed to it. And I want you to have a strong reason why. And so your homework for after this call is you're going to go into the academy, you're going to record you're, first, actually, first things first, I want you to write down what your new target is for the next you have until I'll give you until November 1st. So by November 1st, give me a fucking target. It could be 3k, it could be 5k, it'd be 6k, whatever it is. I'm not going to give you a target. I want you to decide for yourself. And then I want you to explain why that target is important. And then I want you to talk about what you're going to do to hit that target. Once you've done that, you're going to record a video of yourself. Actually, no, you can make a post, write a post, Post a picture, post in the academy. I want to see it within the next three hours. Okay, so target, why I'm going to do that. Target, why are you going to do it and what you're going to do to accomplish it. And part of what you're going to do to accomplish it is show up to some of these fucking calls. So you need to make a commitment to how many calls you're going to show up to per week. By the way, if you're listening to this on the podcast and you're not showing up to the academy calls, we have five per week. What are you fucking doing? Five per week. Show me another mentorship program that has five coaching calls per week with the people that actually run the fucking program. Yeah. Even if we had one call per week and you're not showing up, the fuck are you doing? Facts. Right? Like, you don't even need so to I show up to all five. Just fucking pick one. Show because, up and do something. Because, Sean, we want you to be successful, bro. We want you to make money. We want you to, like, transform people's lives. And we believe that you are capable of doing that. By the way, Sean, I don't know if you knew this. Fucking Sean's Jack, bro. You knew that? Well, I know. I fucking know. His profile <laughs> photo is mogging on everybody. Just yeah. like, hey, I'm bigger than you. That's what his profile photo says. <laughs> one lead gen. I'm bigger than yeah. you but I only do the bare minimum in my fucking business. You could be inspiring <laughs> 10,000 people right now. You could be running a high six-figure business, but you're choosing to keep all your secrets to how you got that physique to yourself. Fair enough, yeah. Like I, got I some can't work zoom to this fucking too, camera lens into my fucking wrinkled ass forehead or I'd be like right away, <laughs> but I can't do it. Daniel, zoom that shit in, bro. 
Back. There we go. Some work to do too, because I'm heading out to China on the 25th for a month and a half. So I got a fucking pre. Fuck that! I'm killing that mindset right now. You work while you're in yeah. fucking China. Yeah. 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 You pre do stuff, but you work while you're there. I'm gonna say a statement right now. Yeah. Who wants to run a ten thousand dollar a month business? I know I'm going off today. I'm having fun. Put up your hand. Okay. Who is not there? Put your hand back down. Okay. If you ain't there and you want to run a ten thousand dollars a month business, vacation should not be in your fucking vocabulary. You go on vacation, do the 10 before 10 a.m. morning routine. That's why I created that. Because me and Brian would travel to Bali. And guess what? We'd want to do shit still. So I would do 10 things to move my goals forward before I would go out and crush my fucking day in another country. And by the way, before we left Bali, we were there for 30 days. I made over $25,000 fitness coaching. Damn. Like, awesome. I was getting on phone calls at fucking 6 a.m. to meet people at 9 p.m back home so I could call them and sell them on the fucking phone. There's no excuses. Figure it out. If you guys are OGs in the Academy, you'll remember me and Brian in Bali in the morning doing live streams for the fucking coaching community. We gave you a lot today, Sean. Yeah. You've got your very specific and actionable homework. I want to see your post in the Academy and I want you to tag your boys. Copy that. Well, dude, thank you boys. You're welcome, bro. Guys, if you are listening to this on the podcast right now, again, go to challenges to champions.com and get a virtual ticket. 75% 75% off. You got to fucking get a ticket. It is absolutely going to blow your mind. This is just a conversation that me and Cole are having with our clients. And if you got value from this conversation, I'm a thousand percent fucking confident that the virtual event is going to blow your fucking mind. I can promise you the speech that I'm delivering by itself is worth the value. I know that Cole's bringing some fucking heat. I know Natasha's bringing some fucking heat. I know that Hattie's bringing some fucking heat. So get your tickets. By the way, it's for all income levels. So if you're making zero dollars, we're going to have a breakout room for you. If you're making between five and 15K, we're going to have a breakout room for you. If you're making over $15,000, we're going to have a breakout room for you. So there's going to be all income fucking levels. So show up, get value, challenges to champions.com, get a ticket. Not to mention, guys, when it comes down to one of my speeches, because I'm going to be delivering two, one is strictly going to be what I do for social media growth, which will get you guys more eyes, more leads, more opportunities. Again, if you did not know, I have over 1.5 million followers across all platforms, and I'm going to take my brain and download it into you guys. That is my fucking goal to make sure you leave with an action plan to go see success on social media, no matter how frustrating it is for you. Bet. And my, I have two speeches as well because Cole and I are going fucking hard for this uh, virtual summit. And one of my speeches is literally called How to Turn Your Instagram into a Money-Making Machine. And I'm going to talk about how I started an Instagram in November 2021. And in the last 22 months, have grown it to $75,000. And we've generated over $3 million in revenue from one account. If you guys want to learn how I did that, I'm literally going to give you fucking everything. Yep. Get a ticket. That's it. Have the best day ever. Oh, where did I find you? Oh, Lewis, to sell for the Wake Up Goal podcast. What about you? Change lives, make money on the trainer podcast, the real Brian Mark on Instagram. Or guys, I'm really passionate about YouTube right now. And I'm doing three vlogs a week and I'm not going to fucking stop. So Brian Mark on YouTube, if you want some of my fitness slash lifestyle slash competitor content. Peace. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.